0: He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. I'm sorry that we are running late behind. Um, we had some technical difficulties. Um, everything was freezing up. I guess that's what happens when they attack you from every angle. But um, I, I would like to say that it's them, but it might just be the fact that uh, it's them. <laughs> hey, so we have a bunch of things to go over today. I think that one of the things that I want to talk to you about is that I was, I was actually going through the news and looking at some of the things that we were dealing with directly related to... Um, gas prices, the border crisis, and, and all the things that we're dealing with. And I go, uh, it, it's not by accident. It's not like they woke up one day and said, oops, this is what happened. They've manufactured crisis after crisis after crisis. Gas prices in California are nearly $7 a gallon for diesel. And uh, they say that somewhere along the line, this is, this is just the way the, the new normal, I guess. Mr. Producer, let's play cut A one. Uh, this is Biden saying we're going through a transition, and they're saying the quiet part out loud.
1: Do you want to put up the article first?
0: No. We have this, uh, I want to play cut A. Play the cut. Okay.
3: Yeah. When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing, when it's over, will be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over.
0: Less reliant on fossil fuels when it's over. What exactly does it over look like? Does it look like families dying in the streets? How about mass crime and chaos? How about the poorest among us going without food? And for the first time ever, having a crisis so big on the food side that we can't take care of our own people. Is that what the transition looks like? I have to ask you a question. You know, we, we got really angry on, in November when they stole the election in November of 2020. We knew what we saw. They knew what we saw. They have literally doubled down, tripled down, quadrupled down on the fact that there's nothing to see here. There's no election fraud in in November of 2020. And that what we're dealing with is all a mirage. I mean, literally, we're, we're election deniers. We, we, are, we are the bad people. And they are the good people. Everything is turned on its head. And yet, as we walk down this pathway, I have to ask you the simple question. Simple question. And yes, my video is messed up and I don't know why I should be back here in a minute. There you go. Um, yeah, I, Mr. Producer, I absolutely think that there's something going on on the, on the tech side. This is the second day in a row, but, but I, but I ask you this, the, the border issue that we're dealing with, do, do you think that is something that they can't resolve within minutes? And we got together on, on, in January, and we went to the Capitol and we said, we want to redress some grievances. And so what they did is they created a story and said it was an, there was an FBI report that came out in July of 2021 that said it, that, that there was no correlation between president Trump and the people that showed up that the people showed up that were, it was, they were just angry people protesting. And then they built this entire story and arrested people among us and made them st- spend time in jail, nearly a year in jail, all for what? All for what? So as we look at all the things that are going on across the globe, it's all on purpose. And we're sitting back and watching it happen. And we're not doing anything about it. So we would would go to the Capitol because President Trump said... Because President Trump says, go to the Capitol. We would do that. President Trump says, go to the Capitol. We're like, yeah, let's go to the Capitol. But right now we're dealing with massive amounts of turmoil in our society. And somewhere along the line, we're not doing anything about it. So there's a there's a cut that I want to play, Mr. Producer. This is a Nor- Norwegian finance CEO who says that we need to accept pain as a part of the process. Let's play cut A2.
4: We need to accept that there will be some pain in the process. Uh, the pace that we need will... Uh, will open up for missteps. Mm. Uh, it will open up for uh, shortages on energy. It will create inflationary pressures, and maybe we need to start talking about that. That that pain is actually worth it, because if we don't, uh, there's no business yeah. case, okay. there's no economy, there's there's no welfare. But but so far, I think we are have been a little bit careful, actually, talking about the pain in the short term that is likely to come from from, the, from this the very of, important yeah. change. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know how you can hear what she's saying at the World Economic Forum and not be disgusted and pissed off. I'm watching this TV show, this series, it's called The Outlanders. And as I've watched that, I look at the, the fight in the revolution, right before the pre-revolution and they're, they're back in time and, and they're going back and forth from the, the 1960s to the, uh, uh, to the 17, 1760s. And they're talking about, this is pre-revolution. This is just as the revolutions, 1770, sorry, pre-revolution, where the fight started. And all the problems about it, now it's just a movie, right? It's just a movie. But I can't can't help the things that they're talking about to the things that we're dealing with today. A small group of people telling you what you have to do, calling you tyrants, calling you things that are not true, but that is exactly what describes who they are. The, 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 juggling of your, of your mental of one, not wanting to give up everything, but recognizing that you're about to give up everything and keep in mind that the Norwegian CEO just said welfare, there will be no economy. There will be no welfare. It's not welfare, meaning the welfare of the human being, the, the person it's the welfare of, they get to give you what they tell you, you can have. There's a video out there that, uh, Candace, uh, Candace Owens was talking about slavery and the, the origins of, and I think it's interesting if we look at the origins of slavery and you, you, you go back 5,000 years that it's not a new concept, but now that we head into the, 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 the new era, as they like to call it, slavery has all new meaning. Now it's the 1% that get to press down on us and tell us what to think, what to feel, what to eat, uh, how to act. Uh, They get to groom our our children. And all too often, we sit on the sidelines and we wait for someone else to do something about it. And I would ask you the simple question, when are you going to do something about it? We are at that place where a revolution has to happen in our country, not a civil war. See, a civil war would, would, would imply that there are people in the United States that are Americans against Americans, but we don't have a problem with Americans against Americans. What we have a problem with is communists and traitors to our nation, insiders that have infiltrated our government, spies, people that want to destroy everything that we stand for, and then over here you have Americans. See, that's called a revolution. That, that's, that's, not called, that, that's not called a civil war. We don't have a civil war. We have a revolution in our country to restore order, to restore law to our country. They have taken the Constitution and thrown it out. There's a Davos headline that you need to hear. Mr. Producer put this up. This is A3. Economic outlook has darkened. Business and government leaders warn in Davos. Well, why is it darkened? Don't we have to ask ourselves the reason why it's darkened? And why are we ignoring the fact that they're doing it to us? It's not a result of us. See, there's a there's a, a cause and effect. There's a correlation. And as as I often say, correlation does not mean causation. But in this case, it does. The actions of leaders, people, individuals, with a group of other people over here that stole an election in November of 2020, they stole it. Are now trying to weaponize everything against us and we're just trying to figure out what's right what's wrong what's up what's down who do we follow who do we not follow people say i I need to follow i need to follow lynn wood over here i need to follow mike flynn over here i need to follow what needs to happen if any of these people actually care about us as people is that they need to call people to the table to the gap we all too often talk about what the, what is the gap? What, what you know what is the gap, Joe? Is it do we do we get out there and protest? I don't know. Go, gas is $7 a gallon. Uh, people that are coming in that, that are coming across our borders are being given on the average of $3500 a month Well, the average social security check that goes out to Americans that have worked for 50 or 60 years is about $1200. I don't know. Is it time to get in the gap? Is it time to stand up and do something? I see all of the pundits. I see all of the people out there that have political clout, talking about things, but not doing things. They, they take you right up to the edge of, here's what's going on. Everything is screwed up without giving you a solution. And I always say we need to work the problem. I've reached out and had conversations with people and talked about the hope of what we're going through right now. And, and in large part, President Trump did as much as he could to get people to stand up for themselves. And he took us all the way up to the edge and he's like, stand up for yourself, stand up for yourself. I can't do it by myself. It's not me that you need to follow. It's you. It's the American ideal. Yet, we let WEF and WHO, World Economic Forum, and the World Health Organization dictate what we are supposed to do as a a society while we watch our entire community burn around us. They are attacking, as it was stated yesterday, every institution that we have, and they're doing it on purpose. And yet, you sit back and do nothing about it. So, you're not going to like this this podcast today because I'm going to call you out. I'm also going to tell you to share it. Share the podcast. We're going to go through a lot of things i know we're late so we're going to go over today let's let's dive into that article um, on may 23rd mr producer put up a4 multiple threats in the global economy top the worries of the world's well healed at an annual Davos think-fest on monday with some flagging the risk of a worldwide recession political and business leaders gathered at the world economic forum meet against a uh, backdrop of inflation at the highest level in the generation in major economies, including the United States, Britain, and Europe. And then we go into, meanwhile, the repercussions of oil and food markets and Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February. By the way, Ukraine is a small nation. Please tell me how that actually had the repercussions of oil and food markets. No, they literally built bio labs in Ukraine. That is the place. Let me tell you about Ukraine. Ukraine is the place by the way, everything happens. All the bad people in the world, they, they collect themselves in Ukraine. Biolabs, Nazis, really, really bad people. The evil of our world collects itself in this place y'all called Ukraine. And they installed a leader, Zelensky, who is backed by people like Soros and Bill Gates and Obama and the Biden regime. And some of you will say, as you put the flag up of Ukraine, that I care for the Ukrainian people, but do you? And let me question do you care about the American people? Can we back up for a minute and talk about them? Can we talk about little Johnny? We'll just give him a call and say, Little Johnny, who lives in a house with barely running water, cockroaches running everywhere, with a landlord that's profiting off of Section 8 at $2,500 a month where it's barely livable where a mother, single mom of three kids, sends her kids to school where they're not taught English and science, where they can barely afford to put food on the table. By the way, that's not what's happening to people coming across the border. And I'm sorry to be Captain Obvious to you, but where is the humanity when you teach treat people like animals? And you take that person to school and you don't teach them anything. You teach them that the white person is why they're in that position that they're in. And it's conservatives and Republicans and police officers, and people that are holding them down. while well, they're not even being taught the basics. Then we push those people in a generation ahead, and they go through the same thing. And we create a school-to-prison pipeline. And as the, as the jails fill up and swell, the rich decide that we need more money so that we can install more of the same pain on people. That's what's happening in America. So if we're going to talk about the pain that people in Ukraine are feeling, let's talk about the pain that people in our own country are feeling. They can't even feed their children. And then they go to school and they have someone like Michelle Obama that says, you know what, I have the answer. We're going to give you uh, vegetable sticks and food that's good for you. And so the kids don't even eat that. So they go to school to get a square meal. And they're given this food that has no taste, no ability. Well, While, by the way, they're eating at some of the finest restaurants out there, which, by the way, don't don't feed people the type of food that they're feeding these kids in schools. And everything has a place. Everything has an inverse action or reaction. There's a consequence to what people do. Yeah, we're talking about how do we, in in this article specifically, how in the world does Russia and Ukraine equate to what's happening? They created it. A part of me thinks that maybe Putin is a part of the entire deal. I don't know. Maybe he knows. Then the other part is I, I doubt it. Just based on the ethos of Russia. So even I'm conflicted, and the more information I consume, the more I become conflicted because there's no real true north on Facts. I'm going to really quickly do an ad read. Uh, so this podcast brought to you by AirMedCare Network. Um, if you're in a rural area, it's hard to reach. Or if you like to hike or you, you, frankly, you spend a lot of time on the road, health insurance won't always cover you at the cost of an, America, or excuse me, an emergency medical flight. God forbid it ever happened to you. But with AirMedCare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered. There are no deductibles in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also a secondary one that if you are in a different state, they can fly you back uh, to the state so you don't have a, a, as heavy a burden on your family getting to you. So if you use promo code DAILY um, and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com DAILY and use promo code DAILY, you'll receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. So as we get further into this, Mr. Producer, let's, let's, uh, let's go to A6. Key emerging markets, including China, are still expected to see growth this year. Even at a slower pace than previously estimated, Marcos uh, uh, Troyo, president of the new development bank set up by Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, said his bank still expects robust growth this year in China, India, and Brazil. So, so let me get this straight. The, the country that actually developed a bioweapon that they pushed all across, all across the world is now gonna see robust growth while our country sits and dies. And I'm sorry if this isn't convenient for, for you to hear, but while we do nothing. They've set rules for us and those rules are, we're going to have prayer rallies and we're gonna have rallies to rally the people. You, you know what rallies have done to this country? rallies have done to this country what what the radical left could not do and that is demoralize and put us in a place where we're fatigued people are tired of rallying and if you're not tired of rallying please tell me what you're please tell me if you're not tired of rallying why you're not still out there rallying and we call it by the way i want to be really clear we call it as we go through this We call it being peaceful because that is the way we get to where we need to go. They have already submitted us. I want to. I, I want to play this because I think that we have to play it. This is a, a CNN interview from from Davos, and Mr. Richard, I know I'm, I'm skipping ahead, but let's go ahead and play A9 in its entirety. A9.
2: This year's event is more than important than ever, given the challenges that the, work is face- the world is facing. Klaus Schwab says it's crucial that leaders meet in person as it helps create trust between them.
3: You see every day how the world is falling apart with the different crises which we have to manage. And... You can exchange in small circles ideas, you can take certain decisions, but it was so important to bring the global community, the global stakeholder community, together in person again. Because it's only the personal interaction which creates trust or which recreates trust.
2: Isn't the reality, though, that everything that Davos stands for is on the verge of failure? give you an example number one the war in Ukraine all the idea of uh, some sort of common views on, 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 a, on a European way forward. number two China unilaterally shut down everybody else is open. number three we're failing on our climate change uh, climate targets.
3: so what's the purpose? First Davos never has been as important as it is now particularly for the reasons you mentioned. We cannot prevent the war in uh, Ukraine. We cannot uh, take away COVID and so on. But we can create coordinated responses to those challenges. And that's what we are doing. And those challenges need the cooperation of business, civil society, and of course, mainly politics. Right. So why didn't you
2: invite Russians? Because if dialogue is so important, then wouldn't it have been better to have had those non-sanctioned Russians at the table?
3: You are right, but at the end, the decision what Russia will do depends on Putin. And you have seen uh, Guterres, uh, Macron, and so on, uh, trying uh, to build a bridge. Um, So the time is not yet ripe. But we are ready, and we have announced it, as soon as the time is ripe, to offer our bridge-building capabilities again.
2: The bridge-building capabilities will be important, yes. But don't you need a moment of introspection to ask, how did it go so wrong? How did, you know, Davos, and when I say Davos, I don't mean you personally, I mean the community, spent decades trying to bring Russia into the global community and be part of the global community. Only for President Putin to literally go the opposite direction and start a war.
3: Yes, and we regret it. But if you look at global affairs, some certain developments go into the right direction. And even the forum and even Davos cannot prevent that certain issues are not developing as we would like have them to do.
2: In that sense, it's going to be more difficult, because we're also entering economic great difficulties. Truly awful times. We've got inflation, the like of which we've not seen for 40 years.
3: Yes, we have, uh, apart from all the political conflicts, we have a global economy which is out of balance. And what I want to highlight particularly here is the consequences. Um, We may have little influence on how the central banks decide about the future policies, but we know that if we don't change course, we will have hundreds of millions of people falling back into poverty. We have tens of millions probably dying possibly of hunger. So this is a misery and we have to address it. So to bring it at the forefront of our... uh, topics here of our program and to generate action. That's my intention.
2: There's never been a more important time and a, mo- a more serious time for these talks to be taking place.
3: Yes, um, that's also um, reflected in the mood. I mean, it's the most consequential meeting which we ever had in the last twenty uh, 50 years, I would say. and. Um, the mood will be much more serious, much more concerned uh, compared to the previous years, because we are at the turning point of history.
0: Okay, we are at the turning point of history. I want want you to pay attention to some of the things he said, that we will have hundreds of millions of people that fall back into poverty. Can you please tell hundreds of millions of people that have been saved from poverty? He also said that he can't control certain things, but they've been working on this for decades and that it's a failure. World Economic Forum is a failure. No, it's not a failure. What they're trying to say is, oh, it's failing. Give people hope that it's failing. It's not failing. The global market is out of balance. I I would say that everything is out of balance and they're doing it on purpose. These are the same people that have been talking about population control, getting our population down. They're injecting things into people's bodies on a normalized basis. Can you please tell me what they have done for the greater good of this nation? And I also want to point something else out. If we look at all of the people that are involved in this, what do they have in common? Mr. Producer, what do they have in common? Please tell me, anybody in the comments?
1: Other than profiting
0: massively off of this uh this agenda no no wrong sorry (laughs) beat i want to hit the little button Er, er. you're wrong no i'm just kidding no no you're right nope nope um they're all old white men i mean think about this the people that we're dealing with are all old white women and old white men these are the people that are telling us that we're racist these are the people that are telling us that we're, we're, we're you know, the, that we need to line up in a line against Russia. We have to look at who they are and what they're doing. And if we truly want them to fail, which they should fail and get back to a sensibility within our environment, everyone is, 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 is pushing the alarm button, by the way, everyone. You have retired generals and people that were that were in military and in intelligence for decades that are saying that there's a sense of lawlessness in this nation that they've never seen ever before. That if you were to look back in history, you would equate to the fall of Rome or the split of Rome. You would equate the same thing. You would equate the the moral and ethical erosion that has happened in our country and the fact that they're trying to sell us what is good, what is actually bad, while we do nothing about it. Mr. Producer, put up A7. I wanna show you a list of uh, officials that are uh, attending in Davos, and I'm gonna read this to you. This is like the who's who of Let's Destroy America. You have Gina uh, Raimondo, Secretary of Commerce USA. You have John Kerry, Special President Envoy for Climate to the United States of America. Bill Keating, Congressman from Massachusetts. Daniel Mauser, Congressman from Pennsylvania. Madeline Dean, Congressman from Pennsylvania. All Democrats. Ted Liu, Congressman from California. Ann Wagner, Congressman from Missouri. That's interesting. Christopher Coons, Senator from Delaware. Darrell Issa, Congressman from California. <laughs> Dean Phillips, Congressman from Minnesota. Deborah Fisher, Senator from Nebraska. Eric Holcomb, Governor of Indiana. Greg Meeks, Congressman from New York. John Hickerlooper, Senator from Colorado. Larry Hogan, Governor of Maryland. Michael McCall, Congressman from Texas. T- Pat Toon- Toomey, Senator from, from uh, Pennsylvania. Patrick Leahy, Senator from Vermont. Robert M- Menendez, Senator from New Jersey. Roger Wicker, Senator from Mississippi. Seth Moulton. Uh, guys, listen, Al Gore. Oh, Vice President of the United States, Chairman and Co-Founder, Generation Investment Management. I forgot about that name go ahead and take it down mr producer i have to tell you when i say that the republicans and the democrats are aligned with themselves i I put something up earlier today and people were like well joe what were you what were you thinking when you put that up like what what were you do you do you really feel that way and i'm like yeah i do i do feel that way and i said listen it's burning down and 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 this is what I wrote, our country is literally burning to the ground. The Republican establishment is like, hey, we need to beat the Democrats. Ignore the burning down of our country and the attack on our sovereignty. We need to be calm and pay like the same trash that caused quote-unquote. Tell me that this is not their message. When we talk about the message of the, 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 their controlled opposition and working with the radical left, why would you show up to learn about how you can implement the World Economic Forum, Forum strategy to destroy our nation when our nation is literally in shambles gas prices are seven seven dollars a gallon and people are actually telling us that we need to go through this pain let me ask you a question about pain are you ready for this how much pain are they going through how much i mean nancy pelosi's worth 350 million dollars how much pain would be enough pain for her that she would even lift an eyebrow she was 50 70 80 of her of what she has let's say that she lost 80 percent. Now she's still worth 60 million dollars she can live out the rest of her miserable life because there's not much left of it how about mitch mcconnell guys worth what a billion dollars of family value how much pain is he really going to be under as they sail around in their yachts and expensive homes I, i i think we look at this completely backwards i think we look at this from the perspective that somewhere along the line we're waiting for somebody to stand up with courage to fix our problem the only way that we fix this problem is if we step out and we solve the problem collectively it was the only reason we were able to save our nation from the tyrants of britain 300 years ago and you would say joe 250 years ago i get it but we look at this and we go it's the oldest experiment in the in the history of the world and it was founded on the principles of god yet we strip god from our communities so as I go through all of this data that we're looking at right now and what they're doing to suppress truth, it it, it 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 just smells of the same thing that we dealt with back in the 1930s with the Nazis and that they are everything that they say that they are fighting against. Mr. Producer, I put a video up I shared it uh, on my Telegram. If you could grab it, it says the Communist Directive 1943 labeled them a Nazi or a fascist. You could pull that down eventually. I'd appreciate it.
2: And real quick, before we go on, Joe, we have one more sponsor. So let's do that now.
0: So, so this show is brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the Internet, maybe advertisers know a bit too much about you. If you're connected, if you're concerned about privacy of your identity, using incognito mode won't always solve the problem either. IP vanish helps you safely browse the Internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. When you, you can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trusted Pilot. Go to IPVanish.com daily. It's important to use it to slash daily. IPVanish.com daily and use promo code daily to save 70% as a conservative daily, daily podcast listener. Um, I also want to tell you that um, if you use IPVanish... And you have the the VPN working when you're in, and you try to unlock your car or do things like that, it will not work. You have to disconnect it because the car, the phone itself uses both the IMEI and the IP address collectively to validate who you are. So it will not work if you do not use if you if you don't turn it off. In some instances, I figured I'd, I'd say that because I've learned that the hard way. But but in the meantime, while we're at the economic forum, Jack Prasovic I've got was it. there. You have the one that I had for on Telegram. Yes. Go ahead and play. Go ahead and play that. In
2: 1943, the following directive was issued from Party headquarters to all Communists in the United States. It read: When certain obstructionists become too irritating, label them after suitable buildups as fascist, or Nazi, or anti-Semitic, and use the prestige of anti-fascist and tolerance organizations to discredit them. In the public mind, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public
1: mind.
0: What are we, what are we dealing with right now? I get attacked on a normalized, regular basis. And, and I got to tell you, why are they concentrating on me? Why? Why are they focused on me? I was, I was told yesterday that I'm I'm an underground character <laughs> that that people are watching me all over the world and that they're printing off my videos and and saying listen to this guy talking about being from the south side of heaven. Listen to this guy talking about the fact that we need to stand up. And I and I say, "Wow, that's interesting. I couldn't figure it out. Like why is it that every article that is written by Sean Beadle, the the uh, whatever the man that dresses up like a woman down in the springs that every article is written about me is written about me like what why why the focus on me and then i look at the politico who just reached out to me today and uh you know the daily beast writing an article and the washington post writing an article about me and i think to myself what why why I mean, Eric Coomer literally was just a catalyst of, of uncovering Dominion voters. It, it's not like I uncovered and pulled back the sheets of Dominion. You know that that took thousands of other people, thousands of other people. It took courageous people like Mike Lindell to stand up and say, this is what is wrong. It took people like President Trump and Eric Trump and other, other people, Sidney Powell, it took Giuliani. I mean, I could go down the line and I don't care if you like Giuliani, don't like Giuliani. I don't I, I could tell you right now, do not come at me and talk about talk about do, do not even remotely say a bad thing about Sydney Powell. You will not get my attention. Matter of fact, I'll walk away from you. Here's a woman that kept her head down, who's fighting every single day, and yet they attack her. And the World Economic Forum, we sent some of our people there. Jack Persobic went there. Mr. Producer, play this. This was him being attacked at the WEF by a bunch of hired thugs. They, they, they look like brown church to me. Go ahead and play A9. Oh, one second. We got that? Mr. Yeah, Redisher. sorry, I had to reload we, we, it, the we have, we file. We can't filter. have I this it. much. Uh, okay, let's play. I don't know. I don't think so. It's pretty heavy.
1: Excuse me, can I ask you why you're detaining this journalist?
0: Can you put the phone away, please?
1: Uh, can I ask you why you're detaining this journalist?
0: I don't answer your question. Is it
1: uh, not, uh, we're not able to report here?
4: Okay. Uh, can i ask you guys yeah why you can can you yeah can you um please stop filming then we How, can talk uh, why to, do
3: i need to stop filming
4: because i ask you to it's the per it's my personal right because i don't like to be filmed okay. and it's a right in switzerland um, if I don't want to But be can filmed? I ask
1: why he's being detained then? I won't point the camera at you then. I won't film you, but I would like to know why this journalist is being detained on public property. We're not,
4: we're, what, what's detained? Uh, can you explain How the word? How come he's
1: being surrounded right now? Is he uh-huh. allowed to leave the
0: area?
4: We're we're just um, making a normal police control uh, because you know it's WEF, everything is, is very a reason sensitive. Is
0: there he specifically was targeted?
4: uh there is a reason because we we have to have a reason to 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 uh so control uh a, a what person. was the
0: reason what was he doing
4: i don't have to tell you that why why, why are you asking me that uh
0: because this is uh you know he's uh, there's many journalists
4: here and i want to yeah, know why no. he
0: specifically is being
4: detained there there is a reason but uh everything is clear now and um we're about to leave in just a few seconds thank you okay um yeah could you please now uh can i ask you please to delete
1: your, your-
0: can i ask you now to delete your video yeah guys this is uh, you, you know i i i kid you not literally i got a phone call or a text message while we're on here from someone that's from politico wanting to basically attack another person who is a 100 percent committed to the life of following jesus Um, once the, because I, I I know him. So what is happening is that they want to basically spoil or soil anybody that is doing any good around the world. But I I just have to ask you why they attacking Jack and why, by the way, are they carrying automatic weapons when surrounding him? Those were automatic weapons, by the way, police are issued over there in those teams, automatic weapons, not semi-automatic weapons. You'll notice that some of the weapons that they had were Weapons to put people down. They were they were used to intimidate Jack. Why? See, we're not asking the right questions. We're not we're not we're not getting in the middle of it and saying we're we're letting this boil kind of happen and we're waiting on the sidelines and we're we're following everybody's Twitter posts and we're following everybody's uh, Telegram and everything else and then we look up and we go, man, this is really odd. How in the world are we dealing with this? Like, why why are they? why, why, why are, why are all these people saying all these things around us? Oh, we need to be patient. We need to, that, and we're waiting for other people. I just lost my thought. We're waiting for other people to do all the hard work because we're afraid. We're afraid of what we're going to lose. I've already lost it. What's left They take my house. What, what, what's left that they can take from me? And you have to ask yourself the same question. Why is it that we're not standing up? Why is it we're fighting each other over some of the dumbest things known to man? We are actually fighting each other. If you look at Telegram and everywhere else, you know, why did President Trump actually endorse Dr. Oz? I don't know. Does it matter? I mean, you're sitting at home on your couch. And we're talking about WEF and WHO and giving over our sovereignty and they're discussing how they can create more pain. They're actually openly talking about causing you more pain. And Biden, because he's a bumbling idiot and the guy literally has no brain cells left, they're, they're pumping him up and just getting to the point where they can prop him up because he is the puppet. And he tells us that we're going through a transition and you're going to feel pain. How much pain do they feel? And how much pain are you willing to feel? How much pain are you willing to take for them? And I keep standing up and I keep talking and I keep going through the 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 truth. And you have people out there that are literally trying to just create and, and crap on other people and walk around as wolves in sheep's clothing and saying, oh, this is a bad person, this is a bad person, this is a bad person. That's all the radical left does. And so you have people on the right that are doing the same thing and yet you follow them. And you tell me they're speaking absolute truth. And we ignore all the people that are doing good work. And we, in fact, the mainstream media is literally taking the eyeballs off of them. And we allow people like Jack Prosobic to get attacked. And we prop up. We, we allow them to prop up. The media props up people and says, "This, let them speak. Let them speak. We got to make it look like somebody's speaking. So let's pick people that we can actually control. And yet we do nothing. We do nothing. And we let them continually, continually say and do things that affect us. And we do nothing. And I say, get in the gap. I say, have courage. And they attack me because they know they know we're on to something. They know that people are getting to the place right now where they're walking to their front door. And they're ready to yell out. And I have grandmothers that call me with more courage than some of the men that I've seen in the community. Sorry, men, if you're here and you're and you're actually speaking truth, I'm going to tell you right now. I've seen grandmothers with with more courage that are literally 75 years old pulling around a, an oxygen canister than I do from any of the men aged 20 to 50. No, I just got to go do my job. Oh, man, I don't want don't don't take away my TV dinners. I, I need my football. I got to, you know, I got to do my stuff. You know, I don't I just want to live my life. But you're not really living your life. You're, exi- you're, you're just basically existing. You're not surviving. You're existing. You are literally in your time with personal gratification and comfort until you die. And I would tell you that what hope is there for the people that are the most vulnerable among us when they literally openly are destroying those people? See, they're smart enough to know that they can take the middle class and the upper middle class and they can push them down to the poor. And then the poor, they just kill. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? If you want population control, just kill all the ones at the bottom and then the, the bottom 10% will just migrate them down. And by the time we're done, there'll be nothing left of them. All the while, by the way, all the while, while they're telling us, while they're telling us right now, nothing to see here. So I'm really excited to, to have found this bank, uh, Axos Bank. They opened on Independence Day uh, in 2000. They're not crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the rewards checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate. It's a, it's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus when you open, um, open, open up an account by July 31st. Big rewards from banks that believe that the freedom to do business without compromise are values. Amazing, right? So go to axosbank.com slash daily for full details. That's com, slash daily. For all the cash bonus, all you need is $1,500 direct deposit in the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us. All of us, axosbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. We have a cut. Rebel News asked Microsoft president why he's wearing a U.N. pin at the WF uh, Davos meeting. Let's go ahead and play cut A10, or at least in part.
1: From Microsoft?
3: Is that
2: right? Yeah. Why is Microsoft wearing, like, a U.N. pin? Yeah. I mean,
3: it's, who are you? Rebel News. Avi from Rebel News. Well, we uh, because we do a lot of work on the SDGs. Um, yeah, you know, we address things like skilling and climate change, internet access for everyone. And I happen to be an SDG advocate uh, myself, for, appointed by the UN Secretary General. And, and this I year, get you into your thing. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, All right, so one, so more question, okay? one more question. This year, they're saying that this is about regaining trust. Why do you think so much of the world has lost trust in the WEF?
3: Well, the first thing I would say is we live in a world where I think people question much more everything around them, and questioning can be a challenge. But you know, questioning I think is also an opportunity, mostly to provide people with better information, more information, and that's one of the things that the World Economic Forum does. But that doesn't answer the, that doesn't answer the question why people
2: mistrust, <laughs> and specifically, Bill. Ga- no, no. no, but it's okay.
0: That's all right.
2: There we go.
0: All right, listen, he, he he's he literally said he stands for SDG, right? He's an SDG advocate. That is the sustainable development goals for people and for the planet. <laughs> I, guys, we are literally letting kings, we are letting kings, we are we are creating you know, when when Harari said when you've all know Harari said that that they are making people gods, lowercase g, he wasn't kidding. They're saying the quiet part out loud. We're expecting, they're, they're trying to condition us to, well, they did, this is, they're normalizing it. Not for us. And by the way, that message isn't for us. It's for them. It's for the kids. Normalizing it so that when the kids actually are taught that and fed those messages, it looks normal. Well, they eliminate the need for parents. You finally have, by the way, Joe Rogan standing up and talking about grooming. Awesome. Awesome. We're finally talking about the fact that in school they're grooming. You have the, uh, the, the, the person that was transgendered the, 30 years ago, that was the, the pioneer for transgenderism, who came out and said, uh, this is recruiting children. It's indoctrinating children. And now they've turned against him, her, wh- whatever. He fully transitioned. I don't even know. I don't even know what to, how to say about that. Matter of fact, Mr. Producer, I wouldn't mind having him on the show. And talking about it, I think it's important that we we actually have some differing op- opinions. So, so I, I have to ask you: He's wearing a UN pin. He's talking to us about sustainable development. These people believe that they are they that they know more than us. That they, that they're smarter than us. Who gave them that authority? And by the way, who gave the authority of if you go to school and you get a doctorate? I just I'm, I'm curious. Not taking away from people that have doctorates that you read books and get indoctrinated, and told that this is how you need to think, that it takes away common intelligence. And when did that actually become more important than interacting on a regular, on an everyday basis on what happens in our society? And when did they become the authority because of that? They get a piece of paper and now they're an authority on that. I promise you this, I know more, I know more about what has gone on in Africa and the Middle East in, I don't know, about 25 nations than 99.9% of the people out there that says that they're experts. Because I was there on the ground. I worked in it. I, I worked in it. And by the way, if that's not true, then the white papers that I wrote would not have been used at the UN and at the, they wouldn't have been used there. I wrote those. And then I was told, hey, Joe, take your name off these things. Okay. And, and I didn't care if it was because they wanted to take credit for it or if they just thought that, hey, you'll you become a target. I became a target. Just kind of like I'm a target now. Then it was just, you know, they, they just wanted to shut me up because I was talking about things that were inconvenient for them was they built billions of dollars. Now billions have become trillions. <sighs> Mr. Producer, put up the A11 headline, if you would. This is in CNBC, how Davos Become a Target for Conspiracy Theorists and Anarchists? And let me read a 12, if I can, report published Monday by global charity axfam found that 573 people became new billionaires during the coronavirus pandemic at a rate of one every 30 hours. The brief entitled Profiting from Pain expects that 263 million additional people will fall into extreme poverty this year at a rate of 1 million people every 33 hours. Billionaires are arriving in Davos to celebrate an incredible surge in their fortunes, the pandemic, and now the steep increases in food and energy prices have simply put put a bonanza for them, been a bonanza for them. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how we look at this and go in one thing you have Klaus Schwab saying to us he's he's literally saying to us that you know we don't want to have hundreds of millions of people to fall back into poverty while people are falling back into poverty and the billionaires that are being propped up in this new economy are being propped up to their benefit these are people that they're making into billionaires all while what happens? You have trillions of dollars that goes overseas of American dollars. We pay 52 cents on every dollar. The borders are open. Food prices are up. Gas prices are up. The poorest among us are being educated that white people are bad. You couldn't write a better script. Yet I talk to minorities every single day. And you know what they tell me? They don't tell me that the white person is the problem. They tell me I don't trust my government. <clears throat> Yet people have been telling us that this is what was happening for Decades. Decades. We we find ourselves in a place now as we as we walk through all the things that we're dealing with where the more we get down downstream, the more the worse it gets. And now, by the way, they're pushing this other thing on us called monkeypox. Every time we turn around, there's something new that they're creating fear porn on. The WF is doing their damage. We have a WHO that's doing their damage. I mean, do you feel like your anxiety level is going to a level where you're about to break? Well, they're trying to break you. Let's, let's put this up. This is cut A13 as they buy millions of <laughs> millions of new smallpox and monkeypox vaccines that they want to press into your body again. Uh, Jesse Waters talks about the third case of reported monkeypox. Go ahead and play A13. COVID is out. Monkeypox is in. There have been nearly 100
1: recorded cases of monkeypox worldwide, mostly in Europe. But a third case in the United States may have been detected, of course, in Florida this weekend. It's the third state to report a case of the pox after Massachusetts and New York. According to Biden,
0: everybody should be concerned.
3: It is something that everybody should be concerned about. We're working on it hard to figure out what we do and what uh, vaccine, if any, may be available for. But it is a concern in the sense that
0: if it were to spread, it's consequential. If I know anything about Joe Biden, it's that when he says he's working hard on something, it means things are about to go very poorly for everybody. And then, as you go through, um, you have the uh, Gabriella Butcher. COVID has been one of the most profitable products ever. Let's go ahead and play that on Rebel News A fourteen.
4: The the rise in billionaires has been you know, unprecedented during the pandemic. And there's been several sectors where that has been mostly concentrated. And one is in fact the pharma sector because COVID has been one of the most um, profitable products ever. So that's um, uh, one point to discuss in, and our report out today is called Profiting from Pain. How um, those delays in in making this technology available and um, really having people vaccinated early has contributed to that. But has also, as we said earlier, it's not only the direct health um, impacts, but it's the economic, social um, impacts on all parts of the population. And in reality, an increase in inequality, reversing the trend of the last few years where inequality had reduced between rich countries and poor countries. Unfortunately, now it has widened. And and the the statistic we're saying is every 30 hours, um, a new billionaire was minted during the pandemic. And in every, the same rate, in 2022, a million people are falling into extreme poverty.
0: And let's just follow it up with the solution, if we would, with the same individual, A15.
4: This money is not well distributed. So there are measures that can reduce this inequality, so taxation at low percentages, we're talking 2% uh, for millionaires going up to 5%, um, and with that we can raise enough money to address these deep social problems.
2: Even some of the richest people in question have called for them to be taxed more, taking to the streets in an unlikely alliance with left-wing activists calling for a fairer tax system in order to tackle deep worldwide inequalities.
0: Okay. So they want to tax the wealthy at a 2% rate, but they want to tax you at a 52% rate. I mean, I, I want you to understand the, the disparity that they talk about. And I, look, I'm all for fair tax systems. And, and becoming a billionaire is not such a bad idea. It's not a, it's such a, it's not a bad, if you were the one to become the billionaire, you would look around and say, well, I worked hard. I worked literally 12 hours, 14 hours, 16 hours, 18 hours a day. But I work and, and these are the fruits of my labor. I take nothing against billionaires. The, the manufacturing of billionaires, the manufacturing of a an environment where they can thrive because they are chosen by you know some someone in intelligence or chosen by someone else to, to rise them up. Look at the fact that they're all connected from Twitter to YouTube. They're all connected by people who are family members. They're all connected. And the CEOs and the people that founded those organizations, they are propped up. I think the issue that I have is they've created a fraternity and we haven't. We haven't taken the time to create a fraternity ourselves of Americans. And by the way, at smaller doses, create an organization that literally can be the tip of the spear. We don't do it. We don't do it. We're tired. We're fatigued. We want to sit at home. We're, we're, we're tired of the protests. And guys, I intermingle all the things that I'm sharing with you with what we need to do. Hey, let's work the problem. I'm trying to work the problem with you. And I'm, by the way, under attack every single day. Mr. Producer, is there a day that it does not ping that Joe Altman is being talked to in some article somewhere across the United States? No, I've actually been looking. <laughs> there are more fascinating uh, articles about you pretty much every single day. And all of them are completely garbage. And, 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 and here's the thing. I, I just can t- I have to index them. I index all the articles and I put them together and then I go, okay, well, let's tra- talk about it. And, and then I have the Sean beetle, you know, the man that dressed up like a woman that, that uh, basically was uh, fired for being a teacher. Yeah. That one, because try to groom and recruit children, by the way, that, that, that is an allegation by parents that came to me, not by me, but Hey Joe, you probably need to know this because they saw the articles too. And they're like, this person is a demon. Their words, not mine. That person literally head of the Antifa writes most, uh, the most colorful articles I've ever seen. Really fun. And is fixated on me. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of weird, actually. It's really weird. But writes all these colorful articles about me for what reason? Journalistic opportunity? No, clicks. Because people are reading about me. Because people are out there literally trying to figure out, oh, lost video. Sorry, Mr. Producer. I'll fix that. Give me a second. Technology issue. There we go. We have to decide at some point that we're willing to stand up. We have to decide. We have to decide that, frankly, it's worth it, and that we're willing to stand up against all the things that are happening to us. Everyone's talking about the problem: grooming of our children, the, the border being open. I don't know if you guys saw it, but literally, it's been a heyday over on uh, Gateway Pundit. And By the way, if you don't like Gateway Pundit, I don't care. You don't. You don't like th- those guys? Don't I do? I do. And you say, well, they they. they they, they find a way to attack the character of every single person that is doing good. They do. And you can say that uh, the, one of the founders is gay. I don't care if he's gay. Right? I, be, I leave that to God. I'm not going to judge him. I leave that to God. It's not It's not for me to judge him. But I will tell you that doing the greater good of reporting on every single thing that we're dealing with right now, he is doing. He is absolutely doing. Mr. Producer, I want to go ahead and play this if we can. Let's play uh, Noor Bin Laden. Noor Bin Laden, A-16.
1: It will have taken over a century for them to reach the point where we are now, where they are so close to implementing this new world order. And it will have taken over a century to subvert the United States of America in the manner that they have done. And... I come back to this tagline of the Great Reset, of the West. you know, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. And I just want to say this is the absolute, first of all, as if, and this is the absolute antithesis of what the founding fathers um, sought out to achieve for future generations. It's completely diametrically opposed to what it means to be an American, to be the master of your own destiny you couldn't be further. The US Constitution and the agenda of the globalists implemented through these uh, vehicles, like the WEF, like the UN, these international organizations, what they want, we know, we see it. We have the prime example, which is what is happening in the CCP's China, this mass surveillance state, these arbitrary lockdowns that are going on right now, which are so atrocious, they are using the pretext of, quote, this pandemic to install this biosecurity infrastructure. And uh, we will, the few freedoms that we are left are in the process of being completely taken away from us with this so-called treaty, convention, agreement, international instrument, as they're calling it for now We. We will see, uh, once the draft is, is finalized, but it means that we are, we won't have freedom of movement anymore. You know, we also have in conjunction with what they're doing with the um, CBDC, you know, the central bank digital currencies, everything will be digitized and every single thing will be tracked. And, uh, this is not a world, uh, in which, uh, I, I want to live and it's, uh, it's uh, something that we all have to however we can push back against and stop
0: guys i don't know if you're paying attention to this but she's saying the quiet part out loud she's saying the quiet part out loud i don't want to live in the world like this and let's follow it up with what was said at the alibaba group president out of canada that's telling us on A17, we're gonna go long today, guys. We're gonna go really long today. So pay attention, and by the way, hit the share button and share the message. I'm gonna to continue to get out and talk about this stuff, but let's play A17 telling us that we need an individual carbon footprint tracker, track what we're doing.
1: We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure
0: their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Hmm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something (laughs) that we're working on. Guys, I mean, this is, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I believe in advancements in technology. I think that technology has done a lot. Technology has done a lot to uncover sex trafficking in our nation. But then the media just (laughs) just suppresses it. Eight people arrested because a 15-year-old is trafficked all the way from a Mavericks game. Father can't go to the police and get any sort of help. Police don't even fight for those two days. She's his, his 15-year-old daughter is being drugged and raped in a hotel in Oklahoma, and we do nothing about it. Where's the outrage? Oh, it's not my 15-year-old. It used to be the people in the community would come together and they would burn those people to the ground. And you would say, Joe, that is not like Jesus. And I would tell you, That if something were to happen, if they were to do that to my daughter, justice would be served. It would be served. I would would literally find nothing would stop me from letting them meet their maker very quickly, and I would beg for forgiveness to God. And you would say, Joe, that makes you no better than them. Well, I didn't tell you that I had a forgiving spirit when somebody hurts a child. I didn't tell you I did. I have, I have my things that are, that are wrong with me as well. I, 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 guess, I guess that's the cross I'm willing to bear. But we don't have a cross that we're bearing collectively. We, we, don't, we don't have any limits. We, we don't have any line in the sand that we've built as a society. I would, I would argue that there is no line in the sand. I would argue that we've put ourselves in a place right now where it does not matter. It doesn't matter what they do. We're willing to accept it. Accept people where they are. Just let them do what they want. Even if it adversely affects everyone else around us. We've, we've literally lost our way. We talk about bringing God back into our community and praying to God. I, look, I pray every day. But, but we had someone on yesterday that says, hey, we only pray when it's bad. And I would argue, well, I'm, I'm not praying when it's bad. I'm praying all the time. Please. And actually, I did it with my kids all the time. I'd be like, give me patience, please. <laughs> They turned out really good so it worked out. There's more. Here's A18. Um the, the the Swiss Bank chairman talking about digital currency in 5 years. Go ahead and play A18. Fast
4: forward 5 years. Do we have a central bank digital coin out there in the world? that is being utilized on a daily basis, whether it's wholesale or retail, and it becomes a superior system. Francois, yes or no? Uh,
0: We have several experiments which are not very far from that. They're not yet generalized, but they could be, let's say, the next three years, probably. It will go quicker on the wholesale side, I guess, because it raises less sensitive questions.
4: Yes, Axel.
3: Mm-hmm. no i'm quite I'm glad to hear what you're saying uh Francois, on on the wholesale uh, digital currency digital currency not coin uh, i am also a believer that will come in five years yes what i try to say is obviously you know we still have those huge legacy environment they need to migrate as well so we will not yet see all the benefits coming through but it will come and will be much more
0: so, so i i <laughs> i have to tell you there, are are they're talking about a digital currency. Did you ask for that? Did you want a global economy? Did you want them to be able to put anything in your body? They wanna take away your, your sovereignty as an individual, take away your God-given rights, replace those with these gods, lowercase g, they can tell you to do whatever they tell you to do. A surveillance state where they can literally then use the system against you, weaponize police, weaponize our military which by the way are becoming weak at the rainwater because you see all of the people that were in the military going that's not the military that i signed up for in order to protect our nation there is no protectionism in our nation there is no exceptionalism in the united states they're saying the quiet part out loud did you ask for it and then here by the way is as they talk about currency and talk about you know what uh nor is saying about the, this this new world order You have the EU saying that the reason why we have food shortages is Russia. And for those of you that don't know, ask any farmer. The U.S. has been running around place to place to place to place to place. U.S. has been doing this. I kid you not. And paying farmers not to farm their land. That's been happening for decades. They've been talking about this for decades, what they want to do. And there are literally farmlands that sit. The government says you cannot plant anything on this this property. It's called CRP. Look it up. But the EU wants to say it's Russia's fault. Let's play A19.
1: All right, Patriots. So that's it for part one. But we have a lot more to talk about in part two of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. So check that out next